busy week, a number of just real good service people serve God and country. A number of our congregation that were community, 102 years old, Ethel, Emory, and so good to see Tom with us here. Many of you have been keeping your family and your thoughts and prayers. Uh, um, for, for many years, as Ethel would struggle with snow banks and her walker and wheelchair, and, and I'd often say, boy, if, if Ethel can make it to church, everybody should be able to make it to church. And we also had a chief master sergeant, um, Scott Peterson, at the only reached the age of 60 years old, and he's gone home to be with the Lord because of cancer. Our opening hymn is in honor and glory to God in memory of Ethel, Tom's beloved mother and Ethel. Memory will worship the King Purple, number 73, and, and we invite those by way of radio and television and other means of communication to join in and this hymn and the words that may be familiar with you. Would you stand with me and be honored as the great woman of faith and honor our God and Savior today as we come? Purple Hymnal, number 73.
church that, that gets in the spirit of shining and in the presence of Jesus. And Jesus, name above all names, and Holy Spirit come and as we worship the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, we we thank you for the blessings upon the families that have experienced grief and loss this past week. God and country in many ways. We thank you for Apple's service to the church here, and we thank you for the presence of Tom today, and we thank you for the tremendous eulogies that were given on behalf of the family members yesterday, and touched the hearts of all folks. And we thank you, Lord, that you're a healing, providing God. We pray, Lord, that your spirit would be with us as we Luke chapter 2 verses 25 to 35 goes by way of other means of communication and choose to follow along Luke 2 25 to 35 and there position ourselves in many ways to experience the loving healing presence of God in our lives we can pray yes we can pray we can meditate read the scriptures and of course we can participate ever more deeply in the experience of worship and we pray Father that the depth and width of the experience of worship will touch our hearts and our lives today in numerous ways and there are still other ways in which God's love becomes real to us which leads us into one of the biggest paradoxes of our, our faith one in which so many of us find extremely difficult to grasp that paradox is this, that many times in our lives, the best, very best way to make the inward journey to God is through the outward journey to others. As we attend their services, as we go to funerals, as we go to weddings and other celebratory acts of congregational worship, the best way to experience God's merciful love is to show mercy to others. Whereas one of the early church fathers said so beautifully by putting two of Jesus' best known parables together, the parable of the prodigal son cannot be fully experienced the father's love until we walk the Jericho Road of the Good Samaritan. We have one of our greatest opportunities to be with God through loving and service to others. But our spirits begin to dry when we fail to understand appreciate and act on worship and act on this paradox. Legend has it that when Cornwallis, the British general, surrendered to General George Washington, ending the American Revolution War, the, the British drums played a popular song at the time, time titled the, the World Turned Upside Down. And Father, we just pray that you would take this world that seems to be so topsy-turbo, dirty in so many ways, so filled with chaos and confusion and disorder and immorality and unfaithfulness. Bring us back again to our roots, Lord. Establish within us a sense of 
Mike, did you have a word for us today? Mike, Mike comes forward. If any of you at any particular time feel like you'd like to share, there's always an opportunity during, during our worship service for a moment with the laity. And Mike is certainly willing to give up any particular Sunday to listen to the word that God can speak to you. Good morning, brothers and sisters. We were introduced in our trip today to a man named Simeon. We learned from reading that he's religious, devout, and righteous man. Interesting enough, the name Simeon means God has heard. This is crucial to our trip today because he was told by the Spirit initially that he would not pass away until he saw the Messiah. Simeon was the lucky recipient of the great chance to prepare in all of history. When the Simeon was waiting for the consolation of consolation of Israel, that is the first time in the New Testament that term is used for Jesus. We not only learn of the chance to prayer, but also of his displayed of characteristics. That characteristic benefits every person that has ever lived. He had patience and faith. The belief that the Spirit, what the Spirit told him, and he said that he would see the Savior before he passed. The Jewish had a custom that every firstborn male was to be dedicated to God at the temple on the 40th day after birth. The Spirit led Simeon to the temple when Mary and Joseph were there to dedicate baby Jesus. If only everybody was when he entered the temple and saw baby Jesus, he was overcome with joy. He took up that baby, cradled it, and started reciting some prophetic prophecies, poets through poetry, which had turned into a song. He was overjoyed not to lay holy not only the Messiah of Israel, but the Messiah of the entire planet. Jesus did Jesus did come to save Jesus, but not just uh, Jesus did come to save Israel, but not just Israel. He saved the entire planet. In his joy that he had in his arms, he began blessing God and reciting poetry, which we now know as the Song of Simeon. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Have you located your keys yet? Okay, if you want to, I'm going to pray for Mike and he appreciates it. Um, one area that I can never really have problems because um, I've never had a new car or you know, car seats are like three, four hundred dollars. And to get into it, you just one set. And I've always took cheaper models, older cars, and I got four or five sets of keys. And, and I made made the keys, you know, you know for two, three dollars. And on that keychain, you got a lot of important keys. So just really appreciate my uh, uh, keys there. Support. Not like I don't miss where it's keys. Boy, I, I, that's why it's just 
every morning it would have to pull its bark whiskey, which there had to be by the way bark, which passed away here just a few weeks ago. Her father was at the convention in my, my hometown, and he had had a big radio show, and it seemed to happen. find that in, in here, the scripture, there's nowhere, Simeon is nowhere else mentioned in the New Testament. But we find that he was a just and devout person, just and devout man named Simeon. And what a commendation God could say of you and I that we're, we're just and that we're devout, devout persons. We know nothing of Simeon's life before or after the time of Christ was born. We are only told that Simeon came by the Spirit into the temple when the child Jesus was brought there by his mother, and that he, Simeon, took Jesus up in his arms and, and he blessed God, like we normally do with baptism, nation, I, I bless you as you come to worship. In words which are now well known all over the world. So come up, bless God. And we see in the case of Simeon, in the case of Simeon here, Simeon, how God has, has a believing people, a remnant, a remnant of people, even in the worst, the worst of places and in the darkest of places. I've been deployed to various areas, visited various places in the world, and always one thing that I didn't have to carry on a conversation very long until I found another Christian, another Christian brother and sister, and we could, we could share our faith in Christ. So in the case of Simeon, God always has believing people in the worst of places and in the dark, the darkest period of my time in chaplaincy, I served in, in prison ministry and met a lot of prominent politicians, senators who erred, erred in their use of their power, and I, I found how they were reduced, they were reduced in many ways to, to a sense of repentance and coming to know Jesus Christ through this prison experience. And they were able to thank God for the prison experience. Not for the crimes they committed, but for the prison experience that allowed them to turn around and repent and seek God. Religion was at a very low ebb in this period of time, like we struggle now, many churches are struggling. Religion at Jesus' time was at a very low ebb 
Abraham and Israel when Christ was born. The faith of Abraham is spoiled, and I say spoiled by the doctrines of the Pharisees and Sadducees who would force it up with the doctrines of Abraham. And the fine gold had become deplorable. Yet even then we find in the midst of Jerusalem,
enjoyed it. I, I still remember being at the deathbed and a one who was 106 years old and Chrissy Luckman who felt that she was one of the luckiest women in the world to live to be 106. Chrissy had never really seriously made a decision for Christ. And I said to Chrissy on one occasion, I said, don't you feel that you should make a decision for Christ? And she said, man, I've lived almost 106 years. I'm certainly going to want to live a, a few more weeks and months. And I guess maybe when you live to be 106, you know, you're going to you feel that you have plenty of time. Fortunately, decision, and, and, and I know that I'll see her one 
made the seed of David according to the flesh was to be atonement for the sin of humanity. In the words of old Simeon, let us remember, well, yet a fuller accomplishment, the light which saw by faith as he held the child Jesus in his arms. All yet shine so brightly that all the nations of the Gentile world will see it. The glory of that Jesus which was crucified shall one day be revealed so early to the scattered Jews that by they that looked on him that they pierced, they shall repent and be converted. The day shall come when the veil shall be taken from the hearts of all, and all shall glory in the Lord. For that day let us wait and watch and pray that his Christ be the light and glory of all souls. That day shall come. We ask the Lord this morning that we see lastly in this passage a striking account of the result, the result which would follow when Jesus Christ in the gospel came into the world. That every word of old Simeon on this subject deserves meditation, that the forms of prophecy which is being daily fulfilled, Christ was to be a sign spoken against, he was be a mark of the fiery darts of the wicked one was to be despised and rejected of men. He and the people were to be a city set upon a hill, assailed on every side and hated by all sorts of enemies and proved that men who agreed in nothing else had hated Christ from the very first thousands of his put under persecution unbelievers crisis to be the occasion of the, the fall of many. And he was to be the stone of stumbling, the stone of stumbling, and the rock of offense to many proud and self-righteous who would reject him and perish in their sins until it proved. To the multitudes among them Christ crucified as a stumbling block in his gospel, our Savior. Christ was to be the occasion of the rising again in many. He was to prove the Savior to many who at one time rejected him, blasphemed, reviled him, but afterwards repented and believed. And so it proved when the thousands who crucified him repented and saw who persecuted him was converted, there was nothing less than the rising again from the dead. Christ was to be the occasion thoughts of many hearts being revealed. His gospel was to be the light of the, the real characters of the many people. Enmity of God, of some, the inward weariness and hunger of others would be discovered by the preaching of the cross. It would show what men really were. And so it is true. The Acts of the Apostles in almost every chapter bear testimony that in this, as in every other item of his prophecy, old Simeon, old Simeon spoke truth. And now, what do we think of Christ? This is a question that ought to occupy our minds. What, what thoughts does he call forth in our hearts? This is the inquiry which ought to receive our attention. Are we for him or are we against him? Do we love him or do we neglect him? Do we stumble at his doctrines or do we find 
in life is as true as in death. Let us never, never rest on these questions of so satisfaction or empty. With every head bowed and every eye closed, and most by the way, with all these media, YouTube, and Facebook, and other media connections, may you repeat this prayer of dedication and rededication. Dear Jesus, I thank you for your love of me, for dying for me. May I never depart unless I depart in peace and forgiveness. In Jesus' name. Amen. As the ushers wait upon you this morning for your tithes and your offerings, let us turn to our offertory prayer for missing our bulletins today and which you be so kind to say this prayer together with me. God of the water that cleans us, the land that feeds us, and the air that allows us to breathe. Your spirit in and out of us. You claim us in our baptism. But too few of us even remember our own baptism. And if we remember it, of course, imagine our baptism. We can rarely grasp its meaning and power. And as we present our tithes and offerings and worship and witness Christ's baptism once again, may we remember that in that water we were, by Christ, commissioned to go, to teach, to preach, to heal, and even to take up a cross. In Christ we pray. Amen. We return to our offertory again. Bears Lord Jesus, purple. Purple hymnals, 
glorious prizes, like a wise men sent by care, that we too come as searchers for glimpses of your presence. Yes, for the people in those days, we are surprised that we find you not in a palace, but in a stable, surrounded by a family of poor refugees, worshipped by the lowly shepherds. And like them, our gifts from our wealthy time candy can keep material and open candy. And outside by what we have, what you have given us. Just the same, use our gifts for the work of justice, mercy, and compassion. Just the way you fit the Savior who sleeps in a 